Hey, this is Dan Savage from the Orlando Magic, and you're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Garrett, Mikey, and Paul. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. What's up, Magic fans? And welcome to this week's episode of Penny for Your Thoughts, the Orlando Magic UK podcast. Uh, my name's Mikey. Today is Sunday, the 23rd of October, 2022. Uh, on today's episode, I'm going to jump into the first week of the Orlando Magic NBA season. Uh, we're going to recap the games against the Detroit Pistons, the Atlanta Hawks and the Boston Celtics. Uh, before we jump into all of that, um, as you can see, I'm on my own for today's podcast. If you listen to last week's marathon episode, uh, I think it was the longest podcast we've done. It was about two hours long, but we did a full breakdown of the Eastern Conference and we gave our predictions of where we thought the, the Orlando Magic are going to finish this season and how the rest of the East might shake out. So if you haven't listened to that, go back and check out that episode. Um, Paul and Gary are currently out in Orlando at the moment. Uh, they were at last night's game against Boston um, alongside Angus, Ian uh, and, and a couple of the other guys out there as well. So uh, they're having a good time. Um, unfortunately, we've got a bit of, bit of sad news. Uh, Geraint was supposed to join me on tonight's episode, but unfortunately... Um, they've had a bit of bad news. So if you guys listen to the show, you know that, that Geraint and his family were supposed to be flying with me and, and my family out this Wednesday to go out to Orlando for a couple of weeks. Um, but unfortunately, Amy's not very well and she's been told she's not allowed to fly, which is really, really sad news. Um, so unfortunately, they won't be coming with us this time. Um, hopefully we can do it again in the, in the future. And they can uh, rearrange their holiday for a later date. But uh, get well soon, Amy. And uh, we'll uh, we'll make sure we're nice and loud and proud for those guys. So, uh, yeah. So, I'm going to do a solo episode. So, it's going to be a bit of a shorter episode today. Um, and uh, this is probably give you the last episode for about three weeks until till we're all back. And then we can jump back into the normal weekly weekly episodes. Um, so guys, if you, if you haven't already, um, for merchandise, merchandise shop, the latest Orlando magic gear at both NBA EU and fanatics UK, all the links are in the description of the podcast, add the code magic UK 10 at the checkout for 10% off, or you can head to our own online store, magicfansapparel.tmail.com for some of our own merch. Or if you'd like to help support the podcast for free, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Orlando Magic UK. Even if you don't subscribe and you subscribe on another platform, that really helps us out. Uh, so yeah, so it's been a busy week in the start of the NBA season. Uh, the, like I said, the Magic have already played the first three games. Um, let's just run through. So we've got some injury news. Um, or lack off, shall I say. Uh, so the Magic are still without Gary Harris uh, with his meniscus injury. Uh, there's no timetable on his return at the moment. Uh, nothing on Jonathan Isaac. Uh, Mo Wagner has been listed out, was listed out for the Celtics. Um, Jalen Suggs, which we'll talk about shortly, obviously left the game against uh, Atlanta with a, a sprained ankle. He didn't play last night. Uh, there's no timetable on him. And Markel Fultz is still listed out with a toe injury. Um, so, yeah. So, let's jump into the games. So, the Magic 
played the Detroit Pistons on Wednesday um, in... I think what we were really excited to see, it was last year's number one pick, Cade Cunningham, against this year's first round pick, Paolo Banquero. Two up-and-coming, young, fun teams in the NBA went head-to-head with each other. And Orlando got off to a really good start. So they jumped out to a 28-17 to lead in the first quarter. Um, and then the and then defensively, it just fell off a cliff. Uh, they allowed Detroit to put up 40 points in the second quarter. 34 in the third. Um, the Orlando Magic did win the fourth quarter, but uh, I, I think the Magic were, were leading heading into the fourth quarter of that game. Um, but eventually the Magic went on to lose to the Pistons 109-113. to um, Yeah, it was a tough game. It was a bit of a back and forth. Um, for me, one of the, the important things that the Magic did this in this game, and actually they did this in all three this week, is they gotten off to good starts in the first quarter, something that we didn't see happen in the early part of pre-season. They, they, they seem to uh, come out with a bit of focus at the start of games, which is good to see. And hopefully they can continue that trend, but they just need to, to tighten up things defensively. Um, and obviously we've got our injury issues as well. So players are still trying to find their way on that end. We'll get into that in a minute. Um, let's run through the box score of the Pistons game. So, Paolo Banquero, who's who we're going to talk about shortly, um, finished with a game high for the Magic, 27 points. Uh, he had nine rebounds, five assists, two blocks. He did have four turnovers. Uh, he went 11 from 18 from the field. Uh, he didn't shoot any threes in this game and he got to the free throw line uh, seven times and put and shot five five or seven from the free throw line. Uh, Franz Wagner, 20 points, uh, eight of 18 from the field. He had his struggles in this game, Franz. Um, we we had the, the late scratch before the game of Cole Anthony, who was ill. Um, and we're already short with, with no Gary Harris, no Markel Fultz. So Cole Anthony... Sat out this one, Jalen Suggs, who was announced a couple of days before the opener that he was ready to return to the lineup. So he was thrown straight back in as the as the starting point guard. Um, and yeah, it was it, we got off to a good start. And then uh, Terrence Ross gave the gave the starters a little bit more a bit more leadership, gave them some stability back there. Um, Wendell Carter Jr., 11 points, 11 rebounds. And uh, yeah, the, the, for, for me, the main the main talking points out of this game, though, was, was Paolo Banquero. Um, he's the only the third number one pick in, in NBA history to put up, I think it was at least 25 points, five rebounds and five assists. And he's joined uh, LeBron James and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar for doing the same thing. So that's some pretty impressive company. Um, and the guy just looked really, really settled out on the floor. Looked like he, he he's played a couple of years in the NBA, and he he looks as as ready as a rookie will ever look coming out of the draft. Um, he does a really good job of getting to the free throw line. He had the big dunk over Corey Joseph, who who made the wrong decision of trying to stand there and take the block. But uh, it was a really impressive performance by by Paolo. Um, there's, there's still some things to work out with Paolo and Franz. 
um, how they're going to play together. And they're only going to figure that out as the season goes on. Um, Franz had his struggles, obviously, uh, with no Cole Anthony, no Markel Fultz. The, the, the responsibility was really given to, to Franz to, to handle the ball, initiate the offence. And when the opposing defenders put a bit of pressure on him, he turned the ball over five times and just looked a little bit unsure of himself at times. But it, Franz will figure that out. He's he's too good not to. Um, what other talking points in this game? Jalen Suggs had a had a massive explosion of points in in the third quarter. Uh, he went eight of eleven from the field. I think he put. Uh, I think he scored eighteen points of his twenty one in that third quarter. Made four threes. Um, and just come out firing and just looked like he was shooting the ball confidently. Um, and and it was actually something the Magic needed because they got down in that third quarter and, and Suggs's 18 points actually helped keep the Magic in this game. So it was good to see that 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 flash of, of what Jalen can do offensively. Um, so yeah, good good game for, uh, or certainly a good quarter for Jalen Suggs. Uh, very good for Paolo, but unfortunately the Magic uh, walked out of Detroit with a loss. Uh, overall, the team shot 48.8% from the field, 367 from the free uh, from the three-point line, uh, and only and they went 14 and 19 from the free throw line. Um, something that we certainly need to improve on. Uh, we'll get into the next two games in a minute, but uh, improving that free throw percentage has, has certainly got to. Uh, has got to improve. But yeah, so Magic walk out with a, with a four-point loss on the opening night. But there were certainly some some encouraging things to take from that game. Then the Magic flew to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Hawks. Same story, really. The Magic jumped out to an early lead, 27-19 after one. Uh, then they let the Hawks put up 31-30 and 30 in the second and third quarters. Um um, and basically, Atlanta, Trey Young started heating up in the fourth quarter. He started seeing those shots go down, um, those long long threes. I think going into this game, I think on opening night, he went one of nine from three. And it's just one of those things that you don't want to hear when you're watching a game. And then you're like, you, you just know as soon as he sees one or two of those threes drop, then... Uh, Trey's confidence comes back with that uh, and we certainly saw that in this game um, so the Magic got outscored in the fourth quarter 28 to 17 and ended up dropping this one 108 to 98 um, again I, I actually think the offense is doing a good job of being cons fairly consistent um, I think in this game we weren't getting stops when we necessarily needed them Um doesn't give the chance it doesn't give the 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 defense time to set um and we're not getting we're not getting necessarily getting the looks we want we're sometimes settling for too many threes um our teams are going to give us those until we can prove that we can knock them down i actually think some of the looks we're getting in some of these games are good looks especially from the three-point line but teams are going to give that give that up at the moment um but if Paolo can continue attacking the paint and, and get into the basket and draw in fouls, collapse in the defence, then that's only going to open that up more. But I, I do think a lot of these games, I think certainly two of the three games this week have come down to, you just got to make shots. I really think it's that simple. 
But uh, in this game, Paolo, 20 points, uh, 6 of 18 from the field. Struggled finishing in this game. I think he missed probably three or four fairly wide open wide open layups in this game. One of six from the three... Uh, from the three-point line, seven of eight from the field. Uh, he finished with 12 rebounds, double-double for Paolo. Still four turnovers, but that will come down. Uh, and three blocks. Um, Paolo, one of the one of the criticisms that he, he had coming out of college and people talked about in the draft was, does he really try that much on the defensive end? Well, I haven't seen that from him in three games. There's, there's chase down blocks, there's... Challenge it, he's challenging shots at the rim, he's crashing the boards, he's doing a really good job of being active. Now, don't get me wrong, there are possessions where he's late on rotations, he's there's too many easy, there's too many ticky tack fouls, he's reaching in when he shouldn't. Um, but but that will but that will come when, when the game slows down for him on the defensive end and he starts seeing the floor open up and, and starting to see plays develop. I think Paolo's going to certainly come into his own, but he, he could play defensively. He's got the size, he's got the athleticism, he's got the strength. Um, he's just got to cut down. And I think the same thing for the whole team that the cutting down on these, on this silly, on these silly reaching fouls, um, is certainly going to help us on the defensive end. You got to make it tough for opponents. You don't want to, you don't want to give anything easy up at the rim. But yeah, that's coming. Paolo, Paolo's showing us some, why he was in the number one pick for sure. Uh, Cole Anthony returned to this game. Uh, 25 points for Cole. 8 of 12 from the field. 4 of 5 in the three-point line. 5 of 7 from the three-throw line. Just a couple of assists for Cole. But his his impact here was, was coming off the bench and, and shooting threes and giving the Magic a, a chance to hang around with the Hawks. And... When he came off the bench, he, he he certainly helped keep the offense uh, flowing. Uh, Jalen Suggs, big talking point, went down. I think it was four minutes to go in the first quarter. Uh, went up for for a layup and come down and landed on 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 one of the players' foot and had a pretty bad pretty bad ankle sprain. He shot the two free throws, um, but. He soon come off the floor. Uh, we didn't see him return to this game. He didn't play against Boston either. And uh, you just get Cole Anthony back and then you lose Jalen Suggs is, is a bitter blow. And especially when we're still waiting for Markel Fultz and Gary Harris to come back. It's uh, it's tough. I mean, it, it just feels like so long since we've had the full roster available, <laughs> fully healthy and available to play. When this team is... that. They are going to cause some issues because I do feel like that 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 uh, shortened rotation in in the backcourt, um, that that thin backcourt we've got at the moment, is causing some of the issues we've got. But even with that, even that said, this team's still competitive, and it's good to see. Um, some other notables: Wendell Carter Jr., fourteen points, eight rebounds, uh, four of thirteen from the field. Not not the most. Uh, Efficient game from Wendell. I think he struggled with Clint Capella's size. John Collins gave him some issues. Um, seven seven attempts in the three-point line. 0-7. Um, eight, eight for 34 for the team. It's not, not good. I think it's something around 25 to 30 
three point attempts feels about right for this team at the moment what, in, until that efficiency starts starts to improve you you can't shoot 23.5% from from the three point line and expect to 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 win this game and despite that they they still hung around the hawks in this game and kept it close down the stretch um 33 for 80 uh for the team 41% from the field 80% from the free throw line uh, we had 19 turnovers, uh, too many fast break points, too many second chance points in this game. Um, but look, defensively, nine steals, seven blocks. That that they're doing plenty on that end. Um, they just got to cut down um, offensively. And like I said, it's another game where where Franz had his struggles handling the ball in this one. Eight points, seven rebounds, three assists, and four steals for Franz. But that will come. Um, Paolo and Franz are going to have the ball in the hands a, a, a lot this season, and so they should. Um, but I think when Markel Fultz comes back, there's going to be stretches in games where this team needs to settle down offensively. Fultz gets that ball. Um, that 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 it it just feels like this team needs a bit of a a bit of a calm head in stretches of these games where the other team's going on a little bit of a run. You need somebody like Fultz to come in and and settle things down a little bit and get the team into good sets, um, but that will come. So yeah, so the Magic dropped to two and zero, losing to the Hawks, and then on Saturday, uh, as I said, Paul, Gary, Angus, Ian were all in the house. Um, if you guys are on social media, you would have seen some of the videos and photos and things like that that they, those guys have been posting. Uh, they were there for the home opener against the Boston Celtics. Uh, the the after one quarter 36 to 33 uh, the Magic outscored the Celtics by three in the second quarter I think it was tied at 68 all at half time uh, Boston won the third quarter by five um, and they sort of got their noses in front the Magic made uh, a couple of runs at the end of this game but Jason Tatum finished with 40 points he had a great night it just felt like I think it was a stretch at the end of the third quarter where he went cold a little bit from the field, but Tatum just finds a way. He gets a shot to go down and it's it's money for, for Jason Tatum. He was great. The other notable for the Celtics was Derek White. I think he finished with 27 points. Uh, it felt like every three, <laughs> every three he threw up, went in. Yeah, t- tough night. Tough night. Um, the the magic made this game tough for Boston. I think they, uh, I think they knew that coming into this game. Um, there were seventeen lead changes. The game was tied seventeen times in this. I think, I think this game was much closer than uh, than probably national media would make it out to have been. Uh, for the Magic, let's look at the box score. Uh, 29 points for the Human Torch, Terence Ross, who finished 11th and 16 from the field. 5 of 8 from the three-point line. Uh, 23 points for Paolo Banquero. 11 attempt, uh, 9 of 11 from the free-throw line. Paolo's going to get there 6, 7, 8 times a night easily. Um, he's, there was, especially early in this game, he's, he, he, he got given... He got shown a lot of wide open threes um, and probably settled for too many of them. And I think Jamal Mosley had a word of him said, nah, get downhill, young fella, and 
get into that paint and attack attack the rim, which he certainly did. Um, not the most efficient night, and I think the threes felt was part of this. Two of seven from the three three point line, six of nineteen from the field. Uh, but Paolo's just got to attack that basket. Um, he'll he'll he's a good passer. He'll find those open looks. He'll find those players standing out on the three point line. And there were possessions when the ball was swinging around the perimeter. The Magic get good looks, um, especially against this Boston team who are really, really good defensively. Um, what, what else can you say? Uh, 18 points for Franz Wagner, 8 of 17 from the field, 2 of 6 from the three-point line, 6 rebounds, 2 assists for Franz. Uh, only 9 turnovers in this game for the Magic, which was a really, really good sign. Um, I think... Cole Anthony being back in the starting lineup alongside Paolo and Franz has, has certainly helped that. Um, obviously, there was no uh, Jalen Suggs in this one. Uh, some other notables, 14 points for Cole, 6 of 13 from the field, uh, 15 points, 12 rebounds, 5 assists for Wendell Carter Jr. Had himself a decent night. Um Kevon Harris had some really nice plays off the bench, um, some nice hassle plays. He was actually the first guy off the bench, if I remember rightly. Um, and you're thinking, Christ, we are re we are really short if you're bringing one of the two-way players off the bench first. But he he, he made an impact. Um, he did some nice things. Bowl, bowl. Um, I said before the season, I think this guy's going to get minutes and he's, he's definitely getting that. Um, I don't think the box score always tells you everything you need to know. Six points, uh, five rebounds, four blocks in this one. Um, Bowles just active, especially on the defensive end. I think in all three games when he's come off the bench, he's had two or three close-out perimeter blocks on, on three-point shooters um, and sort of blocks that you don't normally see players players they're capable of doing bowls obviously got that length that he can do that uh three or seven from the field um look bowl's still trying to figure things out he's, he's had a long time where he hasn't played and you're starting to see these flashes i actually think and i, and I know people have been talking about this but bowl bowl's offering the magic more than mo bamba is at the moment or it certainly feels that way uh mo's been <sighs> Disappointing to say the least through three games. Three points in this one, one assist, no rebounds, no blocks. Um, one of three from the field. Mo just doesn't seem very active, doesn't feel like he's that engaged at the moment um, for whatever reason that is. Um, obviously, he started last year, now he's having to come off the bench, but Mo's still good enough. He can have a good impact for this team, but. There's just something that's not happening right now, and and he's got to figure it out because because Jonathan Isaac's going to be back soon. So Jonathan Isaac and Bowl Bowl coming off the bench is going to give the magic and give teams some real headaches off on the other end, or give other opposing teams headaches when they're having to face that sort of length and defensive versatility. Um, so yeah. So hopefully we're going to see more from, from Mo Bamba. Um, so the Magic went 47.4% uh, from the field, 44 from the three-point line. Both teams shot the three really well in this game. 40% uh, for Boston as well. 
15, 15 made threes. Uh, the Magic got to the free throw line 23 times, 15 to 20, 15 out of 23, 65% from the free throw line. As I mentioned a little bit earlier, that's an area the Magic need to improve on. That that uh, that ability to knock down shots when they get to the free throw line. So you can argue this game what was it, a six point game you knock down a few more of those free throws and this game looks very different right down the stretch but look, the magic the magic made a, a good game of it look we're 0 and 3 this could quite easily be 2 and 1 3 and 0 the, there's just some some little details i think all three games have finished within what four five six points uh sorry the, the Atlanta game was, was 10, but it was actually a, a four or five point game until maybe the, the the last few minutes of this one when it was a free throw game and you're having to, to foul them and send them to the free throw line. But the, the Magic have been competitive in all three games despite being shorthanded in the backcourt. Um, so, look, there's loads to, loads to, uh, to take away. We don't want to be... We, we don't want to be 0-3. Um, but look, there's a long way to go in the season. You look at the standings. It's too early to look at stuff like this, really. But look, Philadelphia 0-3. They lost last night to the San Antonio Spurs. Um, Detroit 1-2. There's a whole load of teams in the East 1-2, 1-1. and As soon as you get that win in the win column, it's like seeing a shot go down. Once that shot goes down, that confidence will pick up and... If we can get Markel Foltz, Gary Harris back soon, Jalen Suggs, eventually we're going to see Jonathan Isaac. Uh, when that's going to be, who knows? But look, this team's this team. I said I said in last week's predictions, this team is going to cause teams issues, and we've seen that in all three games. They're gonna they're gonna give teams a, a real good game. So hopefully we can continue this this trend of getting off to good starts. That was a problem last year. We were getting ourselves down early in, in the opening quarters. And we'll see. We'll see. There's a long way to go. So that's that was this week. Um so as I said, we're gonna be I'm gonna be heading over to Orlando with the family on Wednesday. There's also a, a bunch of other UK fans heading over. Um for I'm gonna be there for four games along with Paul. Um we're starting, we got the uh, Charlotte Hornets on Friday, Golden State, Sacramento and Houston. Uh, four fun games we're going to be there for. Um, so whilst I'm over there, um, there's going to be no podcast now for I think the next three weeks until we're back. Um, we're we're going to be posting a load of content on, on, all source, on our social media platforms. So there's going to be photos and videos and stuff so you guys can uh, keep up to date with stuff on there. Um, I think it's something like the 12th or 13th, so expect a, a podcast around that sort of time. So between now and then, there's 10 games um, between our ne- now and our next episode. So we've got the New York Knicks on Monday, uh, which is an, well Tuesday morning, half past 12 in the morning. Uh, Wednesday at the Cleveland Cavaliers, which is a midnight tip-off. Uh, Friday against the Hornets uh, is a midnight tip-off in the UK. Again, we'll be over for that. Um, keep up to date on, on on stuff that we're doing over there. Uh, then we've got the then we're at the Dallas Mavericks and the OK uh, and the Oklahoma City Thunder. That wraps up a 
uh, what was that? Six six road games in in eight, out of our first eight. That wraps that up before the Magic then start a nice big homestand. Uh, we've got the Golden State Warriors, uh, the Sacramento Kings, Houston Rockets, Dallas Mavericks, and the Phoenix Suns um, before we we're back with uh, the next episode. Um, we're going to leave predictions until we're back. Um, I've not heard from the guys about what they think is going to happen over the next 10. So I think we're going to, we'll leave predictions until, until we're back. Um, and then we'll carry that on for the rest of the season. But there's certainly some winnable games in this stretch. Uh, New York are one and one. Uh, we, we, we all remember that, that big Cole Anthony game at the start of last season where we won in New York and, uh, the whole bing bong, the bing bong game. So that was good fun. So that's certainly winnable. The Cleveland Cavaliers, they are also one on one. Again, two, two competitive teams in the East that we can give anybody a good good run for their money on on any given night. Uh, the Hornets, they're not very good. The Hornets are not very good. Um, that that's that's got to be a win for me. Um, then we've got Dallas Mavericks on the road. That's a tough game. Uh, OKC on the road. That's got to be a win, surely. Uh, the Warriors at home. Finally get the chance to see Steph Curry and the Warriors. That's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm sure the Amway is going to be a little bit like last night's home opener where there's going to be a lot of Warriors fans in the building, but we're going to make some noise as well. Uh, the Kings and the Rockets, two very winnable games for me. Uh, before we face the Mavericks and the Suns, two tough teams in the in the East. Sorry, in the West, but we're at home. We're going to have a nice big. I think it's a seven-game homestand altogether. Um, I don't see any reason why we can't walk out of this stretch with with five or six wins um, to get our season up and running. Uh, so yeah, so nice short episode this week. Um, like I said, we're going to be back in three weeks' time. Um, leave us comments. Um, thank you as always for, for listening and watching. Stay up to date with the latest Orlando Magic news by subscribing to our YouTube channel, Orlando Magic UK. Leave us your comments. Keep up to date with what we're doing on our trip in Orlando over the next few weeks by following us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Orlando Magic UK. So until next time, go Magic. <laughs>